Welcome to another podcast here in the Rams Den. And today, my guest is Nathan McGovern, uh, the legend that just went on Piers Morgan and played vegan bingo with him and made an absolute fool of Piers on his own show, which was very entertaining, mate. Thank you for agreeing to come on and, and have a chat with us today. How are you doing? Yeah, yeah, I'm doing great. Absolutely pleasure to be here. Uh, having a proper discussion, not like not like the one I was able to not have with Piers. <laughs> yeah, we all knew from the moment, even before you opened your mouth, just just when it's, we've got someone from Animal Rebellion on, okay, we know how it's going to go. So it was refreshing, a refreshing change to to have uh, you on and, and have this different strategy, man. Um, so let's just let's just dive right in, actually. Actually, do you know what? Before we get into the Pierce stuff, because let, let's give people actually an idea of who you are, because, you know, you, you, are, you are a real person, not just the <laughs> dude that interviewed, that went on Pierce Morgan. So what's your story, man? Like, tell us, give us a brief on, How'd you get into animal rights? Let's start there, your vegan story and, and yeah, a little bit about you. Yeah, of course. Um, so I'm a relatively new vegan, uh, 8th of November, 2020. Um, so just over two okay. years now. Um, my story, as I remember it very vividly, it's like, it was like I switched like on a button. Like it was, I watched the David Attenborough documentary, Life on Our Planet. Okay. Um, yeah. Watched that. And I was like, oh, I need to sort myself out here. You know, like... <laughs> Right. I've like, yeah. always thought uh, I'm an animal lover, blah, blah, blah. It's like time to like start aligning my actions with my morals. Um, took it from there. Nice. Um, so yeah, I went like overnight vegan. Then yeah, was like plodding along with that for a few months. Um, then I moved to London summer of last year. Um, mm. I've been looking to get involved in something in, like the animal rights activism space. Um, felt that, you know, my consumer choices weren't enough. Um, mm. went along to like an openly organized animal rebellion thing. Uh, it was the sit-in at the big McDonald's in Leicester square, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. ended up that. getting nicked. Um, and then like just started volunteering, uh, part-time whilst I was doing a master's degree and now I volunteer full-time for animal rebellion. It's my life and I, I love it. Very cool, mate. It's, it's interesting that the, the, um, David Attenborough, documentary was the thing that switched you because I actually I'll be honest with you I got a confession I roasted Attenborough because I watched the documentary I was very impressed and then I and I researched him and he's not even not vegan he's not forget the ethical stuff right if he's just talking about environment he's not vegan he's not even veggie so even without the ethics side of things if you just focus on the environment he's he's he was hypocritical and if you introduced ethics he's incredibly hypocritical I couldn't believe it but it, it makes me happy to to see that actually even though I did roast him that it some there's some good coming of, of even though he's a hypocrite you know yeah. did you did you know about that he's not, yeah no um, i did it's yeah. like it's incredibly frustrating a lot of the time where it's like you know dave danbury like to be fair to him does do a lot for like the environmental movement especially yeah. but um then you know in some ways doesn't back it up um with his actions and he has openly admitted to being a hypocrite but you know, there's still time for him to change and you know, leave that legacy i guess couple of years yeah <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately only a couple of years um but yeah there's an interesting one and um maybe it'll come up again some point in the future but um i got out people were very unhappy with me roasted him by the way that video got so much hate I can't but um oh yeah yeah but um so let, let's so let's talk about then let's talk about the the uh beyond meat of it let's get to the beyond meat of it the uh the interview with peers then so um well, let's talk about firstly around it, right? Because so so you come along, you're this, uh, you're a vegan, you're his arch enemy, you're you're even more his arch enemy because you're animal rebellion, and he just despises animal rebellion. So so, <laughs> when you get there, 
what what exactly is the vibe with this? Like how just talk me through the process of of um I don't know, getting to the building, like how are people treating you? Um mm-hmm. just give us like a flavor of, of how it all went down. Yeah, so it's really interesting. Like I've I've been in the studio with Talk TV before and like this time it was different. Um hundred okay. percent. So like um we were actually meant to be on on Monday night, but they pushed us back a day. Um, okay. so that was already ringing a few warning bells of, you know, they pushed it back a day so they can try something on us. Um, just constantly thinking, you know, what's the stunt they're going to pull basically. Mm. So yeah, I was kind of rushing around, uh, central London to get myself sorted, get my bingo printed out. Um, after we've like had you know, a few chats, plan that one out, um, got to the studio. Um, yeah, all great. Got that into the building. And it's funny, every time I've been um, in that studio, I've literally been man-marked by security. Right. Because um, I've got a track record. I, I have glued myself to a microphone during an interview before. Okay. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, so okay, that, right. that might be why. Um, but yeah, um, so went in absolutely fine, got changed. Like Initially, I was like just wearing like a black Adidas t-shirt and jeans. Mm. And like they said, like, oh, you can't have like brands, you can't have logos on. So the shirt I was wearing like wasn't my shirt. So they asked me to get okay. changed. Um, so that's right. first of all, just kind of that little needle um, kind mm. of. Um, yeah. And then the big thing is they didn't actually tell me I was going to be on with Aldo um, until right, right. we were about to walk onto set. Right. Um, okay. Which is like I was prepared for them to not tell me things and yeah. just roll with the punches. Um. And it's something that you actually mentioned in in the commentary that you did is like, you know, the makeup that they did with me. Um, and mm. I spent longer in the chair than I did, you know, the last couple of times that I've been in talk TV. Uh, right. They did more makeup right. when I was in the chair. At the time I was thinking, I know exactly what you're doing. I just don't care. Right. Okay. Like, um, <laughs> so you think they were putting what bad makeup on you? you yeah. Think they were trying to make you, look- you know, just kind of the mismatch, the skin tone. With, oh like, mate, no way! Just like, honestly, like to me, it's just hilarious. Um, the, the... They did a pretty bad job because you did, you didn't look you, you, like I, I I even now like you look very, not much different than you mm. looked on on his show. So they did a bad job of making you look bad, right? And I don't think you looked bad. Like I said that um, in my yeah. reaction to it, like you, you looked healthy, young and healthy, right? So I, he's saying like you know pasty or whatever. Um, I. I I mean, I don't know. You, you you seem like you've got a naturally pale skin tone. Yeah. I, I would guess you I guess you burn easily, right? Oh, yeah, so the, that's absolutely. Got, right. So There's nothing to do with your diet. Yeah. That's just your, yeah. that's just your skin. But um, but it's not by any means unhealthy. So I don't. I, they didn't achieve what they were going for. That, yeah. that's, that's that's good at least, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Um. So what, were you nervous going in there? Uh, not really. Like honestly, I'd been like psyching myself up for it. Um, right. Right. Like mentally, just getting into that space. Um, mm. and like, you know, as I said, like before, like a few of us hopped on a zoom to just really talk through, you know, how are we going to approach this interview? Don't leave anything mm. to kind of chance and just settled on the strategy that I, I ended up taking. So like right. that right. obviously gave me a lot of confidence of like, we'd planned it out. We talked through the eventualities. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's always like the initial studio nerves, like they never go away. Yeah. I don't think. What was the strategy exactly then? Because obviously we saw what played out, but um, before you got in there, like what exactly did you have put down that you were going to do? Like what was the, the, I guess, the step-by-step of of this plan? So I guess like the initial um, entry was going to be have a little bit of a a friendly friendly play uh, around a bit of a Cristiano Ronaldo. 
bit, okay. um, which you know obviously Piers uh, loves loves that. Him and Gary Lineker have that ongoing feud. Um, right. Just just to start off on a bit of a light-hearted note, but then you know that didn't happen because mm. he just went straight in with something that was on the bingo. So it's like, <laughs> all right, pull that yeah. out, um, and just like you know, like looking back at how he shooted Orla, um, who is like a really good friend of mine, which obviously gave me a lot of motivation going into this um, mm. as well. Um, I was thinking, you know, he's always going to treat us like a joke. He's never going to engage in a serious debate with us. Mm. So there is no point going down that avenue. Because yeah. the only way I think I could succeed doing that perhaps is like if I start shouting over him and screaming over him and then his easy response is angry vegan stereotype. Yeah. Um, good point. Good point. That's probably a, a, a good critique of um, of Joey Carbstrong. Unfortunately, that that is what Joey goes for. The I will talk louder than you, which it is kind of. Well, I mean, it's 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 one of the only, I guess, two strategies that works with peers: either shout at him or take the piss out of him. And both of them have their pros and cons, right? But yeah, you're right. The con of doing the Joey style is that you get labeled angry vegan. The con of doing it your style was that people that don't get that this was a strategy. Yeah. As I said, they think you're arrogant, uh, but you're not. Clearly, you're not. This is not you in this room with him. This is this is a character. The same way he's doing a character. You yeah. just played him at his own game, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just like, you know, kind of, yeah, like you say, like one of the only ways to do peers is to out-peers him. <laughs> yeah. that's a good way of putting it actually out peers him yeah um so yeah and so that was a go ahead basic yeah. go continue mate yeah, yeah. just kind of you know um go in with the the left wing kind of left field comment of you know that does disarm him initially and gives me the time and space to talk um mm -hmm. and also just kind of in a way shows up like he has the same arguments over and over again like like had five of the things he said out of the nine on a bingo card, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and just take it from there. And like, you know, if I can slot in serious stuff around that, mm. I will. But making a focal point of the interview, the peers, if you're going to treat the animal and climate emergencies like a joke, why should I not treat this show like a joke? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And your plan to get a bit of time by throwing him off worked initially at mm -hmm. least because he you had the longest gap that i've seen him give any vegan and and it, i don't think it was because he didn't he was just he didn't know what to do i think he was processing the fact you brought a bingo card and, and it gave you a big chance you even had pauses you were able to speak in a way that was powerful because normally i've noticed the vegans just try to like just hammer as much info as possible because you know you've not got much time. Mm -hmm. Whereas he gave you so much time that you were able to pause between your sentences and leave space. I couldn't believe that. That's the first time I've seen him allow a vegan to do that without inter without interjecting. Mm -hmm. Right. So you really did throw him off with the bingo card. So it was a really good plan. And was that was the bingo card your idea, or was that um, like a team? So it was an idea that was whirling around in my head, but I have to give right. credit to the the people that helped me plan to really fill it out, like. The best one on there, the Meghan Markle, I cannot claim credit for whatsoever. <laughs> you know, um, that was actually Orla that had that one. Oh, great. Um, so that's like some fantastic uh, kind of uh, achievement for her. And that, 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 his face when that came up was, was a picture. Yeah. Yeah. You saw it on the, well, I guess they didn't really zoom in, but they zoomed in on the, the aftermath 
when he leaned over and said, what can I see the others? Because because he realized, <laughs> I think at that moment, he realized that this was a threat. I, th- I think up until then, well, okay, whatever. He knows my arguments. But when that one came up, that's when he realized my reputation's on the line here, actually. What if he's got something really bad in there that, that's going to screw me? And then he tries to look, right? Oh, what, else mm-hmm. what else have you got? That was a great moment. Yeah, good props to all of them for, yeah, for getting that one in there. Because that was, that was a good moment. So what, what was the, did you, before an, before the interview itself, like, was he just already live? So I guess you didn't get to like, you, did, you didn't get introduced to anything before going on, right? You were just, you were just straight on or? Um, so we had a really brief exchange of words. Um, so like okay. Before uh, the interview, they did like a, a full body shot of me and Aldo trying to generate that kind of conflict um, frame okay. um, for them. Um, for like, okay, okay. yeah, just really frame it in terms of, I'm going to be shouting and laying into Aldo, the angry people. Okay, okay. Um, and then, yeah, when I sat down at the table, had a, a couple of brief words with him. Um, he like asked me like the relationship between Extinction Rebellion and Animal Rebellion, quite amicable. Okay. Um, oh. And I guess that's the sort of thing. It's like, I think you um, uh, mentioned it actually. It's like people switch when they go live on air and it's like they try to disarm you with a bit of nicety before. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that, that was kind of what that was, uh, in my opinion, at least. Right. Yeah. That, that, it makes sense because he is a, he, he's a, he seems like a bit of a schemer, like somebody who'd do that. And, uh, and I'm, I'm, I've seen him do it on air, like, and I've seen him do it. And I'm, I'm sure he's doing it off air as well. Even, I think even, um, Joey mentioned this when he went on once the producers were trying to wind him up, like trying to wind Joey up before he went on. And he, he said he was laughing at them. Like, you're not going to do this, mate, just drop it. Yeah. And so, you know, they, they do play these tricks to try to get some, well, it's, it's just to try and get entertaining yeah, content. But- you can't, really blame them for going for it i suppose i mean they're just trying to put something out yeah it's exactly and it's with um we actually i mean it's awful what happened to orla in that interview but we gained so much background insight and experience from that so it's like she was like pre-interviewed like three times before that she had a producer like sidling up to her in the green room like trying to ask all these innocent questions about oh i think i'm thinking about going vegan you know what do you what do you eat Okay. Um, so like we went into this appearance with a lot more wisdom and a lot more experience um right and just like refusing to play the game basically like refusing to be the dancing monkey right. for one of a non-speciesist term <laughs> that's really sad that they did that with all yeah. so that so i guess they softened her up thinking got her to think oh there's some people on my side and then and then obviously peers is the opposite in every way but um yeah, that's really sad that they did that. So they kind of played on, I guess maybe it, it's a tactic from them to play on whatever energy you already have. Like, for example, Joey's energy is very, you know, he, he gets irate, he gets work, he gets worked up. So they try and make him more worked up. And, and maybe, you know, with all of they, they've, they felt, oh, maybe she's a, a very calm and maybe coming from a love loving place. Yeah. Let's try and get her to be really calm and loving and then go on and Piers can absolutely. Yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. she, she's a children's nurse and that is the energy that right. she like exudes like day to day. Right, it's just right. like lovely, caring person for all life. And, it- and that's exactly what they did then. That's so sad that they're just taking advantage of that and to, and to yeah, treat, they treat considering that now makes it so much worse what he did. You know how horrible he was to somebody who's a children's nurse. I mean, did he know that? Do you, did they? Do you know that? They, did they know her background? Like, did they knew what she uh, was we, job? We we definitely told them before. So that's really it. It's the it's the biggest mismatch you can think of. Piers Morgan against the children's nurse. I mean, 
uh, what, what, <laughs> yeah, what do you expect is going to happen? Of course, he's going to out ag aggressor someone. You know, he's going to be the aggressor in that scenario. It's it's a complete mismatch, completely unfair. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but it doesn't surprise me with him. And and you know, now we've got more of the insight. It doesn't surprise me with his team either. Seems like they're all in on it. Um, so you, in yours, I, I think you got him on the back foot a couple of times. You mentioned that uh, his face changed with the Meghan Markle stuff. Um, were there any moments that they edited to, to not show his face? Is there anything that you, you, you watching the video back, was there any moment where you, you, you see they're trying to hide him being on the back foot? Or, or, uh, or I suppose just, is there any moment you feel that you really got him apart, apart from that one that maybe what they didn't show? Um... I think it's at the end uh, when I've watched it back. The you know where he says like, "Oh, you're not an expert," and then my yeah, yeah, like, yeah. "No, neither of you. You should listen to them." Um, yeah. My mic audio was very quiet in the video that they've put out. Right. Like I had shouted that over him, um, and it's something right. that that has happened. And um, Talk TV do mute your mic if they want to mute your mic in the studio. Right. Um, Got it. And then, like, especially, I suppose when I showed the bingo cards to audience, you know, mm. there was a solid three, four seconds where I was holding it up directly in front of one of the studio cameras. Mm. And they've chosen not to do the zoom. They've chosen not to show the bingo card. Yeah. That, that's conscious production choice. That's a real shame because I think, compar comparatively, I, I think if somebody went on to, say, like Ben Shapiro, for example, or Stephen Crowder, those guys would love that. They would zoom in on it and they would love it because I feel like, I feel like with those guys, although they're, they're, I mean, on veganism, Ben Shapiro is not nowhere near as bad. Um, Crowder is, he's very bad. Um, but I think they would relish the game mm -hmm. and, and they would play it because it's good for entertainment and they would relish the opportunity to, to take you down despite you coming with that, right? Yeah. Whereas he's a coward. This is his, him and his team are a coward. That's why they didn't do that. That's why they didn't play along with mm -hmm. it. Um, say what you will about all these, you know, there's lots of these types of peers is out there, but um, credit where credit's due. I think similar, some of the similar ones to him would have played along. It just says a lot about his character that mm -hmm. he didn't, yeah. that, that, that his production team didn't, which is, it's a shame really. They could, it, it would have been good for them. I think, mm -hmm. I don't think they even realized it would have been a good, and the video would have done even better oh, yeah. if they have zoomed in and, and played the game. Um, and, um, what else was on the card? That's that. That was a question that came oh, up yeah. from one of my um, uh, let subscribers. Me see. Um, so the ones that we got was personal choice. You're a hypocrite. Almonds and avocados. Mega Markle and bringing in the steak or a burger. Um, right, right, so right, right. There was four left that we didn't get. It was like a sad montage. He, okay. he mentions insects. He yeah, starts shouting, yeah. or he goes red. Those are the ones that we didn't get. <laughs> oh man, the red one. Oh, that would have been brilliant. That would have been, I think that one would have um, been as almost as effective as the Megan Markle yeah. one if he started. Because he does, doesn't he? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he gets worked up. But with you, yeah, surprisingly, he didn't seem to get as quite as worked up. Maybe he's, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he's maybe he's kind of done with it, but his production team just keep bringing vegans on and he can't be bothered anymore. Um, it's <laughs> it actually be, quite right? interesting. It's like, I think he wasn't showing it when we were on air, but like there was mm. like a grudging respect there. Like, okay. As soon as we cut away and we went off air, he gave me like a little smile and was like, fair enough. Oh, really? Okay. That's interesting. Um, so may maybe that's why he didn't lose it and go full on. Um, he's enjoying it yeah maybe. enjoying it and also maybe seeing like maybe coming to that realization if he does lose it like i've won there right like right, that right. is like the you know the drag down knockout 
win of that interview if he loses mm. it at me um when i've come in yeah. with the mentality that i've come in with um mm. he's allowed him to get to get riled up whilst i'm just sat there good point yeah good point he, he probably respects on some level that you you played the game rather than because yeah a lot of people that he's dealt with vegans he's dealt with they've come in and they they have an agenda and and that's all they're there for um which makes him makes good entertainment for him but if you come in and play his game and actually your agenda your agenda you had an agenda of course you have the things you want to say but they actually were less of a priority in this interview the main priority was just to basically go in and and um, take him on and i think maybe well i guess maybe i guess he does appreciate that because that's the kind of guy he is i suppose it doesn't bring anybody on hardly to actually hear what they have to say he just <laughs> wants to play a game with them so you realized that and, and gave him something different yeah. which i suppose he appreciated at least a little bit um but cool now it's good to, it's i don't know the guy is such a a, a buffoon it, it is it is nice to know that he at least acknowledged you a little bit after the interview and was like fair enough at least it makes him a little bit more human and less of a the monster that he, he, mm -hmm. he like we perceive him to be like most people perceive him to be um it's not as depressing <laughs> when, you, when you put it like that you know what i mean yeah, it's kind of no, sad yeah. to think someone like him exists right mm -hmm. you, you you want to believe that it's, he's not really like that <laughs> you, mm -hmm. if you if you believe he is it's like oh god someone someone like him is out in the world it's just nasty isn't it mm -hmm. um and uh so what were you looking for a specific outcome to this because obviously you mentioned the strategy going in but um that they invited you for interview is this how it works so they invite you yeah, right? they yeah. reach out to animal belly so like right. when we like uh, send out the press release it'll go to yeah. obviously producers of tv shows newspapers journalists mm -hmm. um and then there's, it's very easy for them to come back and say all right can you come and talk to us uh, about this right. at this slot this time um mm -hmm. and just take it from there really so so that's how it goes then so so in this case it, you know it could be argued that that you could have also just said no right mm -hmm. i won't go on but clearly you wanted to go on because there's an outcome you wanted yeah. from this so what what was that outcome, so the outcome you know, is, the strategy? Um, i the think outcome? it's it has worked quite well in terms of the amount of social media engagement with this um right but not only that it's translated into like tangible material results of more people interested in taking action with animal rebellion Great. people when okay. they've been phoned up to have a little talk about oh you know you filled out an interest form you've said you know you, you'd be keen to hear about us they mention mm. it in the last couple of days right. and they've been called okay. up um so like it's kind of like it might sound like quite cold to say but like this interview is the proxy for the exposure mm. um, okay which yeah. has been successful um in my opinion yeah, which is it's so basically it's it's kind of like a it was a publicity stunt basically uh, to get to get animal belly and more out there and it's pretty harmless publicity stunt too because really there's no you just you just going on TV fooling around with some numpty and then you get lots more people learning about what it is animal mm -hmm. belly isn't signing up it's it's a win win really isn't it just, all you're really losing is a bit of time and um, the people who already hated you will hate you more and, yeah. and that's pretty much how it'll go you know uh the people that are not interested will be still not interested I suppose, uh, maybe a secondary outcome that comes in is like um mm. there's this like stereotype of who vegans are especially you know when you talk about gv news talk tv mm -hmm. uh etc yeah. um of like we these boring feeble 
there are people who are just going to lecture you. Um, and it's like going in there and it's like, I'm not going to be that person. I'm not that person. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. like, you're not that person either, are you? Um, no, no. And it's kind of, you know, putting that little niggle, niggling doubt into people's heads of like, wait, Piers has told me that these lot are aggressive, pale, pasty, you know, but this person in front of me um, is not. Um, yeah, yeah. We'll never be able to win this this kind of battle of ideals, though, because with you now, you went in and did something that's new and it's different and, and refreshing and show, like you said, you're showing that we're not all the same, but you're being labeled as arrogant, uh, that you didn't know what you were talking about, you had no arguments. And then, okay, okay, so Joey Carbstrong goes on, he, has all, he gives all the arguments, so no, he's too aggressive and, and he's interrupting all the time and he's just a lecturer or whatever. Uh, Ola goes on, people say, oh, they, they felt bad for Ola, to be fair. A lot of people did say Piers was un- unreasonable, but then... I'm sure a few people would be saying, laughing at her, like, oh, she's such a, you know, she's your pussy, pussy vegan, typical pussy vegan, can't handle, can't handle the, the heat, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. So it really, no matter what you do in this interview with Piers, it's, people will see it through this negative lens oh, yeah. and say, typical vegan, too angry, typical vegan, taking the piss, typical vegan, too soft. So it's, it, it, it and when, but when you, when you step outside for a second, you realize now Piers has had a variety of vegans from a variety of places with a variety of different attitudes when clearly not all the same. <laughs> it, it, just watch his interviews back to back and you'll see different people with different vibes and different angles. So um, he's kind of he's kind of disproven himself by having so many vegans on at this point because yeah. because none of them have been the same, have they? Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, we've got a point of contention here, right? Now, um, you can tell the truth or you can lie. This is completely up to you. I'd, I'd, I'd prefer you to tell the truth, but I've got to ask the question, all right? Do you really not eat almonds and avocados and do you really only eat local seasonal fruit and veg? Or was that a tactic to avoid Piers's obvious traps? Um, so I, I don't like as part of my like standard day-to-day diet eat like almonds or avocados. Cool. Like, I'm not going to deny that I ever eat almonds and avocados because, you know, I have. Yeah. But like when I talk about my day-to-day, they, they don't feature in it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then like on the, the local, local like seasonal fruit and veg, um, like where I can, I try to, I make that a priority. You know, like I, I live in, yeah. in Wood Green in North London. I don't really have a... A farmer down the road although in wood green there are actually a couple of good stalls which are local um mm. seasonal fruit and veg um but like the, the second one of those especially um it was me um deliberately framing um the argument around you know vegans hate farmers you want them all to lose their job yeah like yeah i framed that in a way that meant he couldn't engage with it that was smart yeah um, yeah totally i totally saw that the second you said that you you love local farming and british farming i i, I knew you immediately you disarmed him that that was really a strong moment actually a really good tactic i was just curious as to whether it was true or not that's all it is uh, and it's also yeah. like um you know i i'm fully aware of the arguments around like almonds and avocados right but mm. i feel comfortable talking to anyone about that but like yep. going back to like framing, it's like Piers brought it up. Piers was framing that discussion. Yeah, so absolutely. Like, perhaps like I say, I go back on. I might have a strategy mm. around that of like, how do I frame this discussion? 
sure. I totally get it. Yeah, you're in the lion's den. He's in control. Mm. He's framing everything. If you wanted to get into that debate, you know exactly what he's going to do. He's not going to allow you to explain yourself. He's not going to allow you to... He's going to put some stupid thing on with bees and some soft music, and, and you're going to be sat there trying to, to make a point. It's, so I understand... Um, yeah, I understand, I understand the reason to not get into that debate. But um, yeah, sorry to put you on the spot there, but no, I just no, I had no, to ask. Right. I've, I've got to ask some questions, you know. <laughs> um, you know what I will say? Something that I've been thinking about since is like, yeah. what is the reason that like that out of habit I don't have those products? And it's like, mm. I know, like, is it like the stigma that's associated with them? Whether it's like the environment mm. or with like you know the pollinators, like you know, like right. why why is it that like myself and probably a lot of vegans feels like mm. oh i shouldn't have almonds shouldn't have avocados because it makes me a bad vegan um and like i know having a bit of a deep reflection on that and like i know the conclusion i've come to is like you know, shouldn't feel that stigma right you know mm. it's like talk about you know the steak that was on that plate like how many millions if not billions of like insects and pollinators were murdered to grow the soy that was fed to that cow right Mm-hmm. And then the cow obviously is brutally murdered and then butchered for the state. Yeah, um, yeah. And then, and then, as somebody here in front of you is 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 eating that regularly, or even eating that in front of you at one point, and he wants to talk to you about bees and almonds, it's it's uh yeah, it, it it's an inter- It's you th- what you said about framing is is absolutely one hundred percent correct because when he's framing it, he avoids the the spotlight on himself and you will not be able to turn the spotlight around because he's in he's in command it's his show it's his people it's, so yeah it's it's annoying this one of the main things that annoys me about him is that he gets to point the finger but it's really hard to turn it around on him make him point it at himself you you just won't allow it but it needs to happen right but uh it's a, it's a good conversation but the, you know that's that's a good point you brought up about the reflecting on the the avocados and the the almonds and and i might i might try and put something together on that myself uh, uh some like i don't know some kind of some skit or something about <laughs> it um and you so let's get let's talk about aldo actually because we've kind mm-hmm. of we've not really spoken yeah. about him much so at the beginning of this this interview he seemed like he was going to be a bridge between you and peers that, that someone in the middle ground mediator but that that didn't seem to last because the combination of peers riling him up and and you trying to play the game with peers, I feel like it put him off you, mm-hmm. which was a shame because obviously you weren't you weren't there to piss Aldo off. You were there to piss peers off, but Aldo ended up getting pissed off anyway, right? <laughs> which was a shame. Um, but um, with him, just a question about he, he was ups, he was upset about you maybe going to his restaurants, mm-hmm. right? But uh, he said his restaurants have veggie and vegan options. So am I right in assuming that that he wouldn't get targeted by Animal Rebellion because he? he is not as big a part of the problem as other players in this game that are way bigger or, or is he actually on the chopping block <laughs> in, in, from you guys? Um, you know, well, what I'd say is, you know, there's, I don't want to say that like, worse offenders. That sounds very blaming, but like, yeah, when you look at like salt based mm. restaurants, for example, like their selling point is, is the animal product, you know, is the steak, yeah. is the exploitation. Um, you know, Gordon Ramsay, whose restaurant we occupied a few weeks back, mm-hmm. you know, I don't need the TikTok of him with like the lambs on the farm. Where he's like, he's talking yeah. to them as, as food, right? Um, and like, there's no attempt to be made similarly to, you know, Manor up in Manchester that like the first thing on their FAQs is we do not cater to a vegan diet. <laughs> okay. So it's like, yeah, there's, there's so many of these restaurants out there. It's like, you know, like Aldo's like fair play to him. He was, he was a lovely chap. Um, mm. 
I know that there's other targets that would seem more appropriate for this kind of action. Mm. Um, yeah. 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 So, so, so yeah, so that's kind of what I was thinking. And it was a, it was a, it was a shame because I guess you could have told him that, but the second you try to speak to him, Piers kept talking and interrupting. You never actually, I don't think you even got a chance for, for even one interaction with Aldo, like uninterrupted. Mm -hmm. Right. It, which was, which was a shame. Um, but what, what, is there anything there that you, I mean, what was he like? What was Aldo like after all of this? Was it, was he, was he buddy with you or, or was he kind of riled up? Um, so yeah, afterwards he was all right. Um, and I actually haven't seen right to the end of the interview, but like at the end, like, whilst we were still on air, me and Aldo were having a bit of a laugh and a joke. Okay. Um, like okay. he like said something along the lines of, like, I'll maybe see you, you eating a vegan dish in one of our restaurants. Okay. Like, right. a pat on the back. Um, and had a bit of a, a, a laugh. Um, I don't know if they cool. showed that, but then it's like, and then we went, they didn't. Come in. Oh, that's yeah. No, it doesn't surprise me. Um, yeah. And like when we came off set, like he did make a point of like saying, Oh, like, well done. Like, you know, good job. Yeah. I like shaking my hand, um, which I do respect him for, um, and like being able to, I think he's someone I could have a, have a conversation with, um, about these topics, like very seriously, over, like mm. a pint or two or a coffee. Um, mm -hmm. but yeah, no, I do, yeah. do take the point. It's like, you know, maybe in that interview, I could have reacted differently. I could have showed some more empathy and, um, understanding of Aldo and his position, um, mm. could have been better for, for the overall kind of outcome. Yeah, it was. It, I don't think that was. I mean, obviously you could have, but I. I don't think it was your fault necessarily that you didn't. I think you had a clear goal. You didn't know Aldo was going to be there, and I reckon the strategy might have been different okay. if you knew, right? Because obviously you don't want to. You don't want to go two v one. You don't want to piss off two people. You, you, you ideally, when there's three, when there's one person that could be swayed, you want to. You want them on your side, right? And uh, yeah, so I, I get that. But you had your your goal was to was to was to play the game with peers. It's just uh, it's just a shame they picked somebody whose business kind of depended on on peers winning. I suppose yeah. if that makes sense, like he could he couldn't have possibly supported you when he knows that you guys are going after his restaurant mates, right? Mm -hmm. It was it was always going to be a bit of a tough one to. But nice that he's he seemed like a nice dude. Yeah, yeah. When he uh, grabbed your neck at the end, um, <laughs> we were laughing about that because he squeezes your neck and says, don't come to my restaurant. And it seemed it was either very friendly and jokey and, and you touched, I saw you touched his knee and you were like, you know, it was nice. Or it was like a, a, a kind of one of those, you know, people smile and squeeze your neck, but really they're like, don't, don't come to my fucking restaurant. <laughs> like, I will, I will, I will not, I will not put up with your shit. I wasn't sure if it was like, maybe like a little bit leaning that way. <laughs> like what vibe did you get at that point? I, I got like friendly, friendly, but firm vibes from Aldo. Um, yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I don't, I don't yeah. think that was yeah, I got real, real in there. No, no, no. I got this. That's what I mean. It was yeah, friendly but firm vibe at the end. There it was it was a funny, it was a funny little moment right at the end. We had we had a laugh at that. It was, it was um, yeah, mm -hmm. definitely a good one. And, uh, so let's talk about Animal Rebellion then. And, mm -hmm. and actually, so you've you've been, so you've been going in to these like you said, uh, was it Manop? You said it was in Manchester. I've never heard of this place. Yeah. Uh, I've not I've not been to Manchester for a long time. And um, the Salt Bay's restaurant. And you you occupied them. So you you went in there and and. I, I've not actually seen the videos or anything. I only saw all the stuff from Piers' yeah. clips. So what did you actually do in the restaurants? Um, so I, I wasn't there personally, but it's like, you know, okay. kind of make a point of like dressing up like smart. Um, mm. You know, the, these are places where people generally dress smart to, to go. 
um, and yeah. like step into that world, um, you know, just like very calmly file in. So take up one table each, um, which mm. obviously means, you know, they can't sit bookings at the tables. Yeah. Um, kind of generates a, a little bit of drama there. Um, and then just like the, the overall kind of thing is like these are very high end restaurants. You know, they, they're symbols mm. of the broken system that we're in, as I said in an interview. And it's kind of, you know, I see it's kind of like three parts of that. It's like this broken uh, relationship that we have to, to non-human animals and a natural world, right? Such that, you know, we're like systematically exploiting their bodies um, and profiting from it. Um, I say we just in general as a society, obviously, then, you know, obviously you can't ignore we're in a cost of living crisis, right? Mm-hmm. And we've got <clears throat> 1,500 quid getting charged for steak, you know, yeah. London has one of the highest levels of wealth in inequality in the world. And then the climate and ecological emergencies, you know, steak, like, you know, grass-fed beef is the single worst product for the environment. Um, okay. So that in these actions, that is kind of, you know, bringing these together. It's like high-end restaurants, you know, like we've targeted like Harrods and Fortnum and Mason in the past on this kind of similar idea of like, really, right now, like these places exist whilst mm-hmm. 2 million people are relying on food banks in the UK or 76 billion land animals are slaughtered for human consumption every year mm-hmm. whilst 33 million people are displaced by floods in Pakistan. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like that's the kind of in a nutshell, I guess, behind those ones. And so the so the the aim of sitting in in the places and taking up is a is it a um, economic damage you're hoping to do um, like at this point or is it to get in the like what is the yeah what mm-hmm. the outcome of these specific what is the hope of the outcome of these specific so yeah so that's a, a great one it's kind of you know it's like maybe you see it's like you can either do material disruption or you can do cultural disruption um, and this like very much leans more into the cultural disruption um, mm-hmm. it's like. Uh, I know you've talked about and like the biggest fan of like the milk pause. Like in reality, mm-hmm. that really wasn't material disruption. It was cultural, right? A lot of people were really, really angry and they didn't know why. Like right. they couldn't put their finger on it. And it's like the same mm-hmm. here. It's like a lot of people are very, very angry and they can't quite put their finger on it. Um, mm-hmm. And it's, yeah, it's about getting into the media. It's about talking about it. It's about hopefully engaging people to have this conversation at the dinner table or at the pub right. without us even being in a picture. Mm. It's like, I think this is, a, I think this action speaks to people in a few different ways. I think something that, I don't know if you already have touched on this, but but I think this would be a good, um, a really good angle and something I'm passionate about is the actual, the class struggle um, and, and how actually m- most, most, of, most of people generally like worldwide have more in common with each, far more in common with each other than they have with, you know, billionaires. But for some reason, we are so quick to turn on each other and not turn on the billionaires. And I don't mean that every billionaire is a bad person or something like that, but I'm saying there are, in most occasions, the ones who have the most power are maintaining that power by shitting on the ones who have no power, mm-hmm. right? And um, I think this is where your your recent actions really go with that because you're you're attacking the these elite places um, where most people cannot afford that will never be able to afford that would not even want to afford that with these people who potentially some of them are you know experiencing massive amounts of profit off the backs of people who will never get anywhere even near that like exploitation basically right mm-hmm. or, or borderline that so um. 
Yeah, I don't know. Is is that is that part of Animal Rebellion's um, kind of I don't know approach to this? Or is this something that's been considered the, to try to get people to unite against these kind of exploitative, um, I don't know, you call it elite uh, people, elite organizations, and actually to have them listen to what the people want and and try to unify more people in that. Um, yeah, so it's something like we have talked about a lot recently, um, and like publicly mm. put out. You know, it's like. If you look at the, the UK alone example right now, like the trade unions are taking like bigger, the biggest action they have like since the eighties, right? Um, mm. You know, nurses are gonna be walking out on strike. You know, the RSPB have said that they're not ruling out direct action. Um, wow, okay. And just like bringing it in, it's like, well, everyone is absolutely furious at the system we're in and how they have been failed by it. And trying to, you know, yeah. like bring in that energy of like, all right, you might have like our slight differences about, you know, the, the single issue stuff. But mm-hmm. the overarching yeah. thing is like, the system is serving a 1%, right? Like mm. all it's doing, you know, BP's profits are soaring. Um, you know, the train, train company execs are on millions a year um, and bringing that in yeah. Um, as well. Yeah. I think that's really, and especially it's become more, more evident over the last couple of years because of the, the pandemic really brought that difference into into clear focus when we've got people being locked down they can't go and see their families people's grandparents dying and they can't go to the funeral then you've got what's his name matt is it matt hancock yeah. going over to his mistresses and you've got mm-hmm. uh, boris and his team having parties and it, this i think people i think people kind of knew in the back of their minds that we have that we're different and and that these people are kind of above the law and and, and it was always kind of a thing that we're like, yeah, okay, it's kind of a thing that we know, but they don't. Re- it's not really like that. And then pandemic hit and, and lockdowns, and then we saw actually, no, no, it is like that. Mm-hmm. These people truly uh, don't care about you, and 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 they, yeah. like you said, it's serving the one percent, right? Most mm-hmm. systems serve this one percent. I think that's something that I wish people would realize when. I don't. I don't know if Piers would fall into that one percent. I don't know if he's quite that rich, but it would be great if the peers is of the world and at least his followers realize that. Like you just said, although we might have differences of opinion on things, it's worth trying to figure it out because ultimately we need to bond together against these scumbags who, um, you know, rise above, uh, who put us in, in, in these positions of struggle, but benefit massively from us being mm-hmm. in these positions of struggle, right? Yeah. And it's like, I know it's like things like that really chimes in when it's like, when you look at veganism, it's like at its core, it's like it's an anti-oppression position, right? You know, like that is recognized, and like if you want to be anti-oppression, you have to extend that to non-human animals. Like, right? No, absolutely, absolutely, and and it's it's inconsistencies. What it is is same as, so it's the same as if if a uh, if a v if if somebody is claiming that they are for like equality, they want to help people who are struggling, poor people. Let's say, let's say they want to help the poor, they want to help the homeless because they don't think they deserve to suffer it's inconsistent to then go make animals suffer because you want a snack the same way as it's, it's inconsistent. If a vegan says, um, they hate poor people, screw them. They deserve it. Well, that's also inconsistent because mm-hmm. why, why, why would you hate on, you know, you're hating on someone because of their financial situation, something they've, the, whatever, yeah. unable to control, but, but you don't hate on animals for something arbitrary that, you know what I mean? There's, mm-hmm. It's, it's about, it's inconsistency and inconsistency. A lot of people don't realize, seem to realize that, um, 
they yeah it's 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 there's definitely some con- some inconsistencies with people um and i think the more we can highlight that and get people to realize we're mostly in the same boat aside from a couple of tiny disagreements um and stand yeah. together against these like i said these scumbags that that benefit from us not standing together right mm-hmm. uh, they, they benefit from us not getting along and, and they want to keep it that way that's why we're, there's a lot of division right now mm-hmm. yeah. I, I don't doubt that it's being it's being stoked the fire's being stoked the fires of the flames of division are being you know pumped up they're pouring gasoline all over it the people that want to keep us here that's it's not sounds like a conspiracy theory doesn't it do you, do you think <laughs> do you think it is uh, no, are, are we are we like conspiracy nuts right now no, I, I think it's <laughs> like I don't even think it needs to be justified. Like, yeah. You know, it's kind of, you know, look at the media. It's like 80%, give or take, of British media is owned by three billionaires who all have non-DOM status. Like, what was that? So that, what's all, that what all of them have like, the non-DOM status. So that their, their tax, like, isn't registered in the UK. Like, they're not. Okay. You know, it's just kind of, you know, look at Rupert Murdoch, like, as one example, mm. right? You know, he has a very clear agenda. And because he owns so many of these outlets, like this can be projected as a accepted status quo message, you know, right. blame, blame the Albanian immigrants for stealing your job, you know, whilst government ministers are pocking millions in bonuses from the PPE contracts and cutting the NHS funding, right? Right. It just becomes so right. easy to blame the person next to you rather than the person sat on the golden throne in parliament to... Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you're totally right. Yeah, it's 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 the you know it's the vegans' fault that that you're uh, that you that you're you're angry because the vegans uh, talk, spoken to you about something to do with ethics. You know, they're, they're the reason that my life's shit. It's like, oh, come on, mate. A difference of opinion is 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 not worth uh, you know falling out over. But but people seem to be doing that more than ever these days, and and and, and not, they're not willing to listen. Mm-hmm. Um, we should we should be bonded by our similarities and then debate the differences, yeah. not just hate each other because of small differences. When we're so so, we're on the, we're in the same boat on so much that's so much more important. Um, well, not more important. We're in the ba- same boat on a lot that is important. Um, we should be able to figure the other stuff out, shouldn't we? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. And it's and then you know, peer people like peers to circle it back round. They look at people like the people that like peers hate you because of him. And it's a real shame because what you're trying to do is will help them. Actually, you're actually the work you do is is it's obviously focused on animals. It's focused on um, the environment, but but yeah, it's it's going to benefit these people. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the reason you're doing it is people. Oh it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's a shame you don't see that. It's like you know, seeing it's like I don't think um, you can have like social justice if you don't have environmental and animal justice you know mm-hmm. they they come as a package um i i think mm. oh good luck trying to sell that to uh <laughs> the non the non-vegan um different different social justice movements uh, they they tend to despise uh vegans for some reason they, they come out with all the you know veganism's racist veganism's this veganism's that mm-hmm. but i'm sure you've had your fair share of that yeah. um we get it from all angles, don't we? As vegans, mm-hmm. <laughs> it comes from everywhere. Yeah. Everyone thinks we're just trying to ruin their lives. Like Piers said, "Why are you ruining these people's days? Why are you ruining these people's lives? Um, what cruelty and abuse? What was it that that, yeah. that, that Aldo, Aldo called it? 
abuse abusing him man and it's like i couldn't believe it when he said that it was like when i um i watched joey's um interview with Piers and Susanna um reed um mm. back like before i went and did the Piers interview and it's like when joey mm. is like pouring his heart out and talking about like 50 percent of the cows in the dairy industry are going to be slaughtered and butchered for me and then like mm. the response is well that's an efficient use of the animal right <clears throat> like I, I was just jaw dropped but watching that back it was just like yeah yeah it's like you know the thing is yeah, and the thing is, mate, it's like Joey. Uh, Joey just doesn't, isn't just talking out of his ass. He does an, a lot of of undercover work, mm-hmm. and he's seen a lot of this stuff firsthand, as have I. And 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 when you've, and I don't know your your experiences is you know being being on farms and seeing this kind of stuff. But most vegans have either seen it in person or they've seen it somebody from somebody else who saw it and filmed it. Uh, these people who are saying stuff like, "Oh, it's a it's a good use of the animal." I mean, they've they've clearly not seen it, right? And, mm-hmm. and they've not been there. They've they've not fully, they've not fully processed the fact that this is uh, in in this case like a, a mother cow or, or a baby boy cow could be you know being killed. They're just thinking of of purely as a product, and they can't yeah. they can't switch out of that mode because if they do, they lose the argument immediately because you're not going to be able to argue with Joey if you acknowledge that they are. Not yeah. products, right? So it's, it, yeah, you know, it's, it's a complex. Like, I, know, I don't know if I've said it there, but like I need mm. to correct myself on a lot. Is like animals are theys; they're not its. Mm-hmm. Um, which I like. I know it's pervasive. Like even like so many vegans, I do still hear using that. But it's like oh, totally. It's so crucial. Mm. Like we recognize like the personhood mm. of non-human animals. You know, they've got, they've got families, they've got lives. You know, they have mm. emotions. Definitely. Do you know, actually, I learned something recently that, that the correct, the correct pronoun, if you don't know the gender of an animal is it, the, the sex of an animal is it actually, oh. it's just weird, weird, weird how we've moved away from that because of obvious reasons, because it, it dehumanizes we, we, to call someone an it, uh, it makes them an object. And I agree that, that, well, yeah, this is, whether I agree or disagree, it doesn't matter. This is how we evolved. The <laughs> language got to where it is. Um, so, so it's, you know, technically correct to, to say a baby is an it. Is technically correct if you don't know an animal is a boy or girl, say it. But you're totally right that it doesn't matter if it's technically correct. If you say a baby's an it, I find I find I, I've heard people say it, and I find it so strange and wrong to say a baby's an it if you don't know mm. if they're a male or female. I call, I'd say baby, I say they until I know, right? And and the same for animals for the exact same reason because it feels like it. Uh, you know, my a lamp. This cup isn't it. I would never hold a baby or an animal to the same. Meaning as a cup. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah. So, so I, um, yeah, it's it's hard to get out of that habit. Mm-hmm. Um, even my mum, uh, who's been vegan longer than me, even she, she to this day, says it, uh, and it, it's not meant as any kind of. Obviously, in her case, she doesn't mean it in a bad way, but yeah, it's it, it still get it cringes me a little bit. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. you love animals so much, don't don't, don't refer to them like the objects. Yeah, like exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's a weird one. So what's what's your uh, plan then for, for for moving on from now for for well for for animal rebellion? I suppose what what can you tell me? Uh, I, I guess you guys keep it pretty close, pretty closed off, right? Until until the day. But is there anything big to look out for? Is there any any dates out already for 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 any upcoming uh, events, protests? Um, what's, what's yeah, well, the restaurant sittings are going to be continuing. Um, it's very easy if anyone wants to get involved in that. You know. One, one click away on our Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, or our website. Um, mm-hmm. 
you know, get involved in one of those um, great way or, and like just this community in general. And then, you know, as we head into 2023, we were already announced a date and organization for the National Animal Rights March um, next year. Uh, and if, you know, you know anything about Animal Rebellion, it's not going to be a A to B March. There'll be a few fun things <laughs> um, happen on the way. And yeah, there are there are some big plans in the works uh, coming up. But yeah, can't, can't exactly cool. disclose. Yeah, yeah, I got you, I got you. Um, Will will the Animal Rights March be anywhere near the date of the camp out by any chance? Uh, so people can. It uh, is. Oh, the date has escaped me. It's in August, so I think it's after. It's after vegan camp out. It's a shame. I would. I would. I. I don't know how much sway you have, but I would highly recommend having it um, closer to the camp out so that you can catch all the people who come from other countries and they they might extend mm-hmm. their stay just to join the. That that's worked really well before uh, a couple of years ago. Um, it was there was like they estimated like ten thousand people, yeah. and and I think a lot of that came because people were were in the country anyway for the camp out, mm-hmm. and there were there were at least a good couple of hundred people more just because of that, yeah. right? So I don't know, just just a, so I'll I'll be in the country and I'd love to come to the march, mm-hmm. but I, I won't be able to stay for yeah. for that long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to change the date for me, <laughs> just change it to <laughs> near the camp out so I can come. <laughs> uh, will Will you be going to the uh, vegan camp out yourself? uh maybe uh i haven't thought that far ahead yet um and it's like also just like on quite a serious note um i Mm. have a crown court trial next april um okay okay um it's for actions that i took with just stop oil um which like you know i I might be in prison by then so damn yeah that does (laughs) jesus just stop oil those guys i mean that that's a whole other topic (laughs) but those those guys are hardcore man they're doing some um I've seen some stuff. <laughs> seen some stuff on Twitter, not by Just Stop Oil, but by people who are uh, riled up from yeah. from the actions. They're posting some viral videos and stuff. You guys getting kicked and dragged about all over the bloody place. I've seen. Um, did, that, did that happen to you? Did you get dragged dragged along or, or um, well, um, by anyone? I was dragged off a football pitch. Uh, that wasn't very fun. Right. Um, you know, yeah, kind of. Oh. Most of them, it's like the actions that I took. They weren't like in public view um, okay. in terms of like, for one, I already have a conviction for it, aggravated trespass. So it was inside an oil terminal. Uh, oh, um, okay. And then, um, yeah, they just, they weren't public around at the spaces we were. Right. They could put you in prison for that. I thought that would just be some kind of fine or community um, service. So the aggravated that. trespass was a conditional discharge. So it's like, don't be naughty for a little while. Um, but the, okay. the one that's Crown Court, um, it's a trial for criminal damage over uh, the value of five thousand pounds. Okay, okay. So that's like okay. Yeah, so, so that's a bit different. Then. Yeah, but uh, right. Yeah, if if anything, that's motivation for me to be like, I'm going to be doing as much as I can now in case that I can't be doing things. Mm. What did you yeah. What did you break? Are you allowed to say? Um, so alleg- allegedly caused over five thousand pounds worth of damage to. Uh, petrol pumps at a motorway services on M25. Jesus. Okay. Right. Yeah, I can see how that's that's going to be. They're going to probably. I, I would hope not, but it, but yeah, there's a chance they'll make an example of you on that. Then I guess because that's. Um, I've, I've seen people. If if you thought people were riled up about the uh, animal rebellion stuff, that 
you, you don't, that's yeah. nothing compared to how pissed off people are getting about the just oil stuff and that's a whole other maybe we can maybe we can have you back on just for the just for a conversation about the just oil stuff because that's yeah. something I'll, I'll be honest with you i am i am totally ignorant and i've really not looked into exactly what's going on there the last thing i saw and i wasn't impressed with was a guy from just oil just up oil went on um gmb and just 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 did a bad job like he just shouted at people and got upset and 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 wasn't explaining and do, do you know who i'm talking i don't want obviously i'm not gonna ask your opinion on this because it's not fair for you to talk about your, your fellow guys but um do you remember this do you remember the one I'm uh, talking about? it could be one of one of a couple um i guess it was just it was a main guy i think he was the guy even i don't know it was wait is it no 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 it wasn't this sorry it was different guys insulate britain guy i'm getting oh, mixed okay, up yeah uh, yeah so that guy been, is what i'm talking about so, maybe could have been yeah i'm getting i'm getting my wires crossed that's not the same person so yeah i don't know anything about either actually i don't know insulate britain i don't know just a pile I, I don't live in england right now so i'm really out of the loop with a lot of what's going on but um would you want to would you come oh, back yeah, on yeah, talk absolutely. About you know i'd love to love to have that that discussion yeah cool man brilliant so i'll i'll um i'll have, i'll get some questions from from um, people from like uk audience who i'm sure there's a lot of people from mm -hmm. the uk who, who've got a lot of questions about the just stop oil stuff because it's it's i mean it's pissing people <laughs> off like i said way more than the yeah. animal rebellion stuff people are getting really riled up about that so i'm sure we'll have some some questions in the comments about that and um do you do you want us to just plug animal rebellion website or oh, yeah, that would be... social media that you want people to go to or that'd be grand yeah the website website's grand or you know Twitter is at Rebels Animal. Facebook cool. is Animal Rebellion. Uh, Instagram, I believe, is Animal Rebellion as well. You know, and getting involved with, with taking action is, is just a click away from from any of those. Um, yeah, and you know, this, you know, I, I should have said it earlier. Like this, none of this is about me. This interview wasn't about me. It's about the exposure and bringing people into this movement. Because um, if we are going to win, um, the animal liberation movement is going to win. It needs everyone in whatever capacity they can participate um that's bottom line totally no definitely i totally agree it's a great great point to finish on and thanks again for coming on and getting into all this and congrats again on, on uh playing peers at his own game and and successfully putting him on the ropes it's, it's nice to see that uh, it can be done and now you've, you've you've cracked him. So now now any other vegan that goes on, you're just gonna work <laughs> off your foundation. <laughs> so thanks for that, mate. You can check out Animal Rebellion's website. Uh, the link is in the in the description and also in the pinned comment. So get over there and, and click to sign up. Thanks again, mate. Great talking to you.